It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome one, welcome all. And yes, I want you to be listening to the Tortillas and Takes podcast presented by 1012 Network. If you are a fan that is of a team that has 12 wins going to the national championships every year, that just loves to talk about all the success that your program has had, well, then you're probably not a Texas Tech fan. However, if you are a fan that just likes to really be in it every week and, and really have a real good shot at winning it, you're also probably not a Texas Tech fan. However, if you have really high highs and really low lows and really drink quite a bit, you might be a Texas Tech fan. So come along and party with us here at Tortillas and Takes. We're going to sit back, crack open a cold one, eat some tortillas, and as always, we're going to stay wrecked, people. And welcome back to the Rock Chalk Podcast. I am your host, Andy Mitz. Today, we have a special episode. It's not our normal, you know, once a week during the summer where we're just doing previews. Today, instead, um, I'm really excited to have the guest on here today because he's going to allow me to do something in the countdown that I've wanted to do for a while, and I've teased it a little bit. Um, I have... Nicholas Allen from College Football Winning Edge joining me today to talk about the uh, stats they put together, the team profiles that they have. They have a whole bunch of behind-the-scenes looks at a bunch of different schools so you can try to be more knowledgeable about you know what's happening. And, and look, I'm a big advanced stats guy. It's always great to have all of this stuff and to look at statistical reasons why you might be excited about your favorite school. So, um, Nicholas, how are you, how you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you for uh, for reaching out for having me on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, so this is one of those things where you know I I had teased a little bit earlier in the year, like with the video game coming back. I've wanted to talk about different players, especially players that didn't get an opportunity to be in the game, um, and what like you know theoretically they might have looked like if they had been in the game, because we all know. That's as, as Kansas fans know that there have been players who have actually been really good on really bad teams that didn't get the love that they deserved. That I was interested to see how they would rate out in a video game, um, so that you could actually recognize what they did. And so, um, luckily Parker, uh, 
Parker's uh, Stats of War over on Twitter, guy that we've had here on the podcast a few times, put me in touch with you, and I'm, so I'm really excited. But first of all, obviously the the individual player video game ratings is kind of one aspect of what it is that you do. But what was it that kind of got you into this space to make you want to put these kind of statistics together? Oh, so it's a it, it's a pretty long story. I'll I'll, I'll uh, spare everyone you know the the gory details, but uh, I had an opportunity basically to uh, spend a, a good bit of time uh, trying to figure out what I wanted to do basically with my day to day work. And uh, one of the things I kept coming back to was um, college football. I mean, I've, I've college football has always been my favorite thing basically um i you know have grown up reading the magazines you know blogs all that good stuff love the work bill Connolly did or has done still does um and just you know thought i've got some time that i can uh tinker with some things and and would love to kind of figure out uh you know a, a new different better whatever uh, way of evaluating teams and players and, and things like that. I um, was fortunate enough to spend a few years coaching high school football. So I have a, a coaching background and, and was really, really fortunate to uh, work with a, a staff that was just incredibly experienced and, and uh, learned a ton about the game that way. And, and so I've always been, you know, a kind of analytic analytically minded, uh, worked in baseball for a little bit. And so I figured there might be, you know, a way to, to kind of combine, uh, the, the nuts and bolts, you know, coaching background side of things with, uh, sort of the, the stat side of things. And then also, you know, I grew up playing the NCAA football video game and, and Madden and all that good stuff. And, uh, one of the things that one of the very first things I did, um, was think to myself, okay, you know, the, the game has gone away. This was in 2018 when I started. And, uh, but there's got to be, you know, a pretty simple way to apply a video game rating for every player and, and just sort of, you know, started trial and error and, and came up with one that I thought, uh, did a pretty good job of taking sort of the, uh, you know, uh, talent potential. Um, we use two, four, seven sports composite ratings, but, um, you know, just take that as the, the base ingredient, um, weight it for experience because, you know, a, a true freshman on their, uh, first day on campus is, is going to have a ceiling of, of a certain point, uh, but then also adjust for production. So, um, you know, guys who come in a bit underrated, two star guys, three star guys who develop into, uh, you know, superstar caliber players or all Americans or, or what have you. Um, how are they going to be able to increase their ratings because they're, you know, worthy of that at, at a certain point. So I uh, wanted to fold something in that, that would allow me to do that. And um, it just kind of, you know, one thing led to another and, and built on and on over the years. And it's kind of morphed into uh, a whole bunch of things. We project, you know, point spreads and, and things like that. Win totals um, also do some CFF college fantasy football stuff, uh, a wide range of things, but it all sort of started with this idea of, um, you know, what, what can I do drill down to the player uh, level? Um, not just, you know, uh, team stats or, or even play by play, but uh, can I, can I do something a little bit different 
by going down and, and um, getting an individual player rating and then just building from there. And, you know, that the video game sort of made a, uh, a lot of sense to kind of start there. Yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense to me too. I mean, also having grown up playing, you know, Madden and playing a lot of the NCAA football as well. Like I, I've always kind of thought of it and, and having played somewhat, um, you know, in order to make a good team, you have to not only have a collection of talent that can do different things and are all, you know, rated at, at different areas, but then also know how to kind of put them together and all the, all the different attributes that they have and all of that stuff. But, um, you know, it, it was definitely great to kind of find someone who is, is doing this kind of work already because I was not looking forward to the, uh, prospect of trying to figure out how I would do that myself, just a roundabout number. Uh, you know, I, I, it was one of those things though, like when I take a look and, and kind of the way you described it, do, did you start Start with the rating of individual players and then aggregate that together for the team, or do you think more of a, a team basis and allow that then to um, kind of help in some fashion figure out what those ratings are for the individual players? So I, I wanted to start at the player level, and, and at, at that time in you know 2018, um, it didn't seem like there were, at least in a, a you know, public-facing uh, way, uh, really anything, you know, nobody, uh, as I was trying to develop, you know, kind of what, what I wanted to do, it didn't seem like anybody had taken the step to, you know, get that individual player rating after guys had, uh, you know, started playing college football, especially after the, the game had gone away. So um, it made sense to me to start with the player and then um, group players into uh, position groups get position ratings uh, for each team, uh, use those to build, you know, office and, and defensive unit ratings. And, and then from there, the the team rating. So I, I tried to start basically, I guess, as small as I could and then build up little by little uh, to eventually get to that team rating. Well, and that also makes sense then if, if you're thinking about applying this to like video games, because that's how a lot of the video games do it as well, is they get each of the individual players and then use that collection of talent to rate each of the different units and the offense and the defense. And then the overall team rating is the combination of all of those different pieces. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that makes a lot of sense to me. I also the one thing that really kind of jumped out because, you know, when you're looking at players that move via the transfer portal, um the vast majority of people when they talk about them is, oh, well, what, what was their recruiting ranking coming out of high school? Mm-hmm. Um, which isn't necessarily the best way to kind of look at what they're going to bring, even with some of the players that, you know, Kansas got this year in, in Kai Thomas or Sevion Morrison, like the running backs or some of the defensive players that came. It's really hard to know what they're going to bring to the Jayhawks this year because the main numbers that get thrown around is, oh, well, they were a four-star recruit or they were a three-star recruit coming out of high school. It doesn't account for what they've actually done and the opportunities that they had at the college level. And so the the one thing that I liked when I was kind of poking around the numbers I was able to see for what you guys have, um, you know, is it gives a little bit more context. It brings in a lot more of that information. But it does start with, you know, what that initial evaluation was to kind of give you that baseline, to give you that background, that context of how you have to think about what they've done. Um, was, was there anything, whether it's now or something that you first started with, like as you were getting into this, was there anything that kind of jumped out to you either as like something that you didn't expect it to come out that way that ultimately when you thought about it, it was, it was, it it made a lot more sense or like, what was the most surprising thing for you as you started to dive into these individual players? Um, well, it, it, 
took me a little while to tweak the actual waiting uh, and experience, I think, was the, the one that it took me the longest to, to figure out for whatever reason. Um, I had in my mind, you know, we all know that the 99 overall is like the highest rating in, in Madden and, and NCAA. And uh, I decided to go with 100 because it's just it was easy <laughs> a nice round number nice yeah. round number exactly um and my my original thought process and i remember uh trevor lawrence was a freshman when when this started and, and i thought okay thinking back to the the video game if you get the number one recruit in the country you know best player uh possible he's still going to come in you know not a not a finished product so what is that highest level uh player going to be seemed to be you know 85 was about the, the highest i remember having ever seen so uh i thought okay we'll start it at you know 85 percent of their final weighted talent level uh and trevor lawrence was either a you know perfect recruit or, or one point off or whatever it was so uh i thought that okay that would you know be a, a decent starting point so if i give freshmen 85 percent maybe i would just do five percent increments and and you know a redshirt freshman gets a little bit of a bump um so maybe that's 87 percent or 89 you know whatever it was was going to be um and then a sophomore gets a little more and a junior a little more and a senior a little more to the point where i thought okay well as a senior a player should be at their max potential, right? Uh, in theory. So I went to 100 and after doing it a couple of years, I realized, okay, there, there are some of these seniors who've been around, haven't really played much and they're among the highest rated players that, that I've got just sort of the way the, uh, calculations worked out some, you know, five star busts and things like that who are at, 98, 99, 100 level, you know, players and, and thought, okay, this is, this is overweighting some teams. This is really, especially at the power five level. Um, and, and there were certain teams that, you know, every year teams give me a little bit of trouble. Like I'm sure they do everybody's projection right. systems with just overrated, underrated. Um, but it seemed like there were some teams that, you know, the first couple of years doing this were pretty consistently overrated the way that, that, I was going about things because they, you know, recruited uh, four-star guys and just for whatever reason, it, it seemingly didn't uh, work out the way it was supposed to. And I, I just realized, okay, I'm definitely overweighting here. So it, it took me a little while to um, figure out the, the right weighting system. And I still, you know, I, I with anything I've done, I, I don't feel like I've got it a hundred percent figured out. Um, so it's, it's all still open to, uh, you know, learning a better way to do it, but decided eventually, okay, going up to a hundred percent, somebody has got to earn that like max potential. Right. So uh, decided to scale it down a little bit. So now our, our top experience weight is 93%. That's probably digging too deep into the weeds maybe, but um, you know, was a little bit of a lesson learned because I, I figured out experience isn't, um, guaranteed to translate into uh, a, a better player. So, well, and especially when out. when a lot of the best players will leave after their junior year to go to the NFL. Exactly. If you're exactly. if you're there as a senior, it means either you didn't have as good of an opportunity early in your career, 
um, you know, or something else happened, or like you had an injury or something. So like a lot of the better seniors are, are aren't necessarily there because they were super fantastic, but they're there because there was something else going on. And so it it, it definitely makes sense that being a senior should not automatically give you the highest, I think, but it should be you know better, I think, than someone in a similar situation who is a junior um, or a sophomore, or, you know, as you go on down the line. So that definitely makes a lot of sense to me. Um, before we dive into Kansas specific stuff, because you did send me a list of some of the highest rated players, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say I I definitely agree that like these are most of the players that I probably would have picked out if I was just doing it myself. So um, it, it it definitely seems to be tracking internally with me. But um, was there? Any particular player you can think of or any kind of examples where something just seemed completely like when you got the result back, you're like, wait, really? And and then it actually like turned out, hey, it, it showed you something that maybe wasn't necessarily there that you would have thought of on your own. Um, I you know, I'm 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 not sure, to be quite honest. I mean, it, it's um there there are, you know, players who are uh overrated. And, and that just happens. Guys don't, you know, it, it's very, very difficult. And the, the recruiting uh, sites do a great job of evaluating players at a very young age. And it just doesn't always work out or things happen, injuries and things like that. So that is, um, you know, that, that, that happens from time to time. The guys end up overrated. And that is what I deal with, I think, a little bit more than players being underrated. Um, just because I, one thing I wanted to do was set up, okay, what are some, what are some ways guys can add to their, uh, player rating? Because again, going back to the video game, you know, if you, if you're playing in a, in a dynasty or, or what have you, a guy has a huge first four weeks of the season, you'll see a little, you know, green plus one or plus two next to the right. number and they've, they've improved because they, they did it on the field. And so I thought, okay, what are some ways that I can fold in, you know, that improvement? And I came up with, you know, if a guy reaches certain statistical benchmarks, whether it's in a game or a season or, or what have you. So I, I feel like I've, I've solved that problem a little bit. But there are some uh, there are some positions where that's more difficult, you know, offensive line, interior defensive line. It's, it's much more difficult to show actual you know production or, or your impact on the game uh, with statistics. And, and so I had to you know kind of figure out, all right, well. For offensive line, is experience more you know important? Should I actually just weight that a little higher? Um, I was this was trying to figure it out before PFF had really made their um, college product you know public facing. Now I I do uh, take a look at at PFF grades for offensive linemen, and, and those do uh, come into to affect a little bit. Is it you know should a team uh, if they rush for 300 yards or, or, you know, uh, what have you in a, in a single game, should that, uh, should the offensive line get some credit for that? So uh, I, I think, and this might not have answered your question, but one of the things that I've, you know, the, that's been the, the, it, it wasn't necessarily a surprise, but trying to um, figure out areas where I know, you know, I know none of it's perfect, but the, the areas where it's obviously even less perfect, <laughs> you know, what are, what are some things I can do to um, try to, to fix that problem best I can. And, and, you know, those are um, just things that are ongoing, I suppose. Yeah, for sure. All right. I do want to dive into some of the Kansas specific ratings um, and kind of give people a little bit of a sneak preview of some of the players we're going to be talking about here in the next few weeks in the countdown. But before we do that, I need to throw it to a quick break. We'll be right back on the rock chalk podcast. 
This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pit, joined by my brother, Jeremy J.N. Fiend Phoenix. We are the Raspy Voice Kids. We do the Raspy Voice Kids podcast. If you love West Virginia University, you will love our podcast. If you don't care about West Virginia University, you will love our pop culture segment. It begins every single episode. You can join in the fun anytime, anyplace. Get at your boys. Today's episode is brought to you by Homefield Apparel. Homefield Apparel is the most comfortable vintage college sports apparel anywhere. They have t-shirts, sweaters, hoodies, joggers, and more. 100 over 120 different schools and they keep adding new schools all the time. They're right in the middle of Big New Saturday season 4 adding a bunch of new stuff. The TCU stuff just a couple weeks ago was absolutely fantastic and they will be adding uh, more Big 12 schools. They've already teased the fact that Oklahoma is coming. So uh, make sure if you have not already Go on over to homefieldapparel.com. You can use promo code CHOCK12 to get 15% off your entire first order, and all orders over $100 have free shipping. They have fantastic Kansas stuff. They have a bunch of other schools. I have, honestly, I have way too much Homefield Apparel stuff because it's all absolutely fantastic, and it is the most comfortable stuff you're ever going to wear. So homefieldapparel.com, promo code CHOCK12, gets you 15% off your entire first order, and all orders over $100 have free shipping. And we're back. All right, I'm here with with Nicholas Allen of or of, of CFB Winning Edge. Um, you know, they again. I'm I'm super excited because they do a video game style rating of individual players in college football, um, which is absolutely fantastic for me and doing kind of what I want to do. Um, so obviously, I, I reached out with you last, reached out to you last week to kind of talk about some of the Kansas players, um, and you did send me a few of the guys that uh, were rated pretty highly here. Um, I was actually surprised to see that there was a Kansas player that rated out to a hundred, um, and that would have been Kyron Johnson, which I don't think is a lot of surprise for a lot of people. Like if it was going to be somebody that it would be Kyron Johnson. But uh, I'm wondering, um, you know, were there were there any of the and I, I don't know how familiar you are with a lot of the different players that are on, on, on some of these teams. But given the fact that Kansas has been as bad as they have been, are you surprised that they have players that have reached into the upper 90s and all the way up to 100? I'm, I'm not surprised. I mean, there there have been uh, spots here and there where Kansas players have come in, you know, pretty highly recruited. And, and so um, just sort of Again, the way I do, you know, experience as, as a weight. Uh, if a guy comes in as a mid four star guy, if you know, by the end of the the their career, should they make it four or five years and, and become a senior, they'll naturally have a, a pretty good um, uh, overall rating uh, just just based on that starting point. But um, at a place like Kansas, and and you know, there there are lots of examples across the country. Uh, maybe a, a guy who's you know super talented uh, comes in and, and has an opportunity to play right away. But there are other guys who you know show up as as lower rated recruits who get that same opportunity opportunity uh perhaps a little easier than they would somewhere else and so um that production points piece of it um i think is is you know very beneficial for for guys like that and and several of the the players that uh made the list that that i sent you were three-year four-year starters um and you know, because of that, if you've got a, a defensive lineman, edge rusher, um, who's a, a multi-year starter, you know, I take into account 
not just counting stats like uh, sacks and, and tackles for loss, though those do uh, add production points, but even things like pressures. Sometimes that doesn't necessarily even, uh, you know, give that final uh, result in lost yardage or, or what have you, but it does have an impact. And, and so I do try to say, okay, if this guy uh, has 10 pressures, that's worth an additional point. So a guy like Kyron Johnson, who's, you know, really effective, pass rusher um certainly had uh, some some really solid statistical seasons but uh i would argue you know impact even goes beyond that uh to the point where obviously he was a, a you know highly thought of uh pro prospect so uh he, he was not a surprise by any stretch um but there were a few and and this is is definitely a uh a me problem because i do you know 130 131 teams every year and and i feel like in the middle of it like right now i i have a pretty good grasp on um i would say you know most teams um and, and can name a lot of players but it, it's almost like my brain you know once they're gone once they're off the the sheet they're completely wiped right from right my memory so there there were a few players who was like oh i don't i don't even really remember who that was but obviously they were you know had to be good because yeah they ended up with a, a 90 plus rating but um it's just you know every year it seems like i i started a blank slate yeah so i mean like i had said um earlier in the in the countdown for, for those of you guys that read over blue wings rising we are going to be going through a lot of the different players um from 2018 on that would have had an opportunity to be in the NCAA video game if they had actually had a video game at that point. And I think a lot of these names aren't going to be a huge surprise. You know, guys like, like Daniel Wise, um, Michael Lee, you know, there, there are a few other ones. These are all guys that were in the high 90s. Um, uh, let me see. There's also uh, Hassan Defense was in, was in the middle 90s. Deneen is on there. Um, but the one that really kind of jumped out to me that I would, didn't even think about from last season was Lonnie Phillips. Um, you know, he actually had a really high rating in what he did. And so that's definitely something to keep an eye on that there are a lot of players around, um, the program right now. And in fact, there was four players, I'm sorry, five players from last season were on this list of the top 12, um, in the, in that time frame. So that means, you know, that this, this, this team, has had quite a few guys that have actually been playing pretty well in the last couple of years here. And it's something to keep an eye on. Um, you know, I, I am interested to kind of track this as the season goes on to kind of see which players are, are playing really well, which guys are actually contributing on the field. And it's just another data point to kind of add to evaluate individual players and take a look at what they're doing. So um, taking a look at, at kind of um, early numbers now, is, is there anybody uh, that you're looking at going into the season that might be – um, someone to keep an eye on, whether it's whether well specifically from Kansas, but is is there anyone else that kind of jumps out as like players that maybe you wouldn't necessarily think um, or aren't getting a lot of buzz right now, but but might have an opportunity to have a really good year this year? Well, I, I think you mentioned a, a great one, Lonnie Phillips um, should you know, at least in, in theory, do a pretty good job of replacing Taron Johnson and uh, not a household name, certainly among, you know, uh, national, uh, you know, college football uh, thinkers, I'm, I'm sure, transfer from Miami of Ohio, uh, you know, didn't even get a lot of playing time a couple of years ago, undersized player. Um, but of course they had a, a really shortened season, even, even shorter than, than most in 2020. But, um, you know, this might not mean, anything to everybody, but Lonnie Phillips put up 15 production points the way we calculate it. So um, on the defensive side of the ball, that takes into account, you know, every 50 tackles, you get a, 
a production point, every four tackles for loss, every 10 pressures, every two sacks, uh, you know, two interceptions, that type of thing. So uh, 15 for a defensive player, especially somebody who plays as close to the line of scrimmage as he does, uh, is a lot. So he was just a, a very, very productive player, but, you know, at, at the Mac level, at the, the group of five level, um, but, you know, certainly Kansas, at least the last couple of years, has had some success bringing in players from the MAC and and turning them into uh, Big Twelve quality players. And and I would expect Lonnie Phelps to, um, you know, continue to perform. I mean, I, I penciled him in as a starter and and would expect that he's going to have an impact, uh, certainly as a pass rusher. And and uh, you know, he is rated quite high, uh, just sort of the way we you know, do things. Um, and he's a perfect example of, of why we do it. A, a three-star player had an 83 rating coming out of high school, but uh, over the course of his career has added 20 points to, um, you know, that, that individual player rating that, that we do. Um, if we were only adjusting for experience, he'd be a 77 rated player, but now he's upper nineties because um, he has, you know, shown what he can do on the field. And it'll be really interesting to see how that translates from his role at Miami of Ohio to Kansas next year. Yeah. So, so for those that want to kind of get into the data that you have and, and kind of all of the stuff that you guys put out, how, how do you recommend that they actually take a look at your information throughout the season? Like how, how can it help the average college football fan to understand the game better? Uh, well, so we we operate on Patreon. Um, our uh, tier two uh, Patreon support uh, is the the group that gets access to our FBS team profile. So that's where all of I mean we we have individual player ratings for. Uh, over 11,000 players across every FBS team. Um, so that's, that is, you know, basically where we are. We don't, we don't, we have a website, but, you know, don't really operate there. We just sort of uh, live in, in Google Sheets and, and through Patreon. Um, people who are, are kind enough and, and willing to support us, interested in what we're doing there, um, get a notification and, and then send out uh, access to, to view these sheets and, and, you know, we have a, a full returning production database as well, um, uh, finishing up our, our final stat projection database there. So we, we've we expanded and, and offer quite a lot of things. Um, and the hope is, you know, I, I mentioned before, I've, I've always been sort of a college football magazine person and, and you know, have done some work with uh, folks like Athlon Sports and, and things like that in the past. Um, but I've always been you know, super interested in uh, preseason college football and, and preparing for the season. And, you know, one of the, the fun things about this sport, we have uh, a very small amount of games, but we've got, um, you know, plenty of time to prepare for them. And, and there's, you know, uh, I, I just love to, to dig into that and, and wanted to build a, a tool that I would you know, use to prepare for a season. And, and so preseason yeah, sure. is definitely where we do a lot, uh, but we've got weekly, you know, projections and, and things like that as well. So, so as you go through the season for, for someone who actually does get access to this and is using this data, what kind of extra information does it add? What, what would you hope that fans that are going to take a look at this stuff and use it, that they get out of it and how it helps enhance their college football experience? Uh, well, it, it, you know, depends on what you are uh, after, I suppose. Uh, we have folks who are interested in our 
projected point spreads. I mean, that's certainly something that's uh, even more popular today than it was when we were starting out. Uh, one of the first groups of uh, folks who were uh, really embraced us, we're really appreciative of, is the college fantasy football community. Uh, so people are, are very interested in, you know, how's the depth chart shaking out uh, from week to week? What are injuries that I need to know about? So uh, in our FBS team profiles, we have uh, depth charts at, at every position group uh, for you know every player where we note whether a player's you know, a starter, if they're in the two deep, if they are uh, just you know position depth. Uh, and we do have color coding highlights where I'll go in, you know, hear that uh, a certain player is questionable next week or, or you know, doubtful or, or definitely out. Uh, we make note of that. You can pull it up by the team. We've got um, national pages that will show, you know, a list uh, chronologically of, of the biggest injuries or transfer news, things like that. Um, in it's, it's, it's a difficult question to answer, I guess, because um, what I, what I built it for was just, I wanted as much information as I could possibly have at, at my fingertips. And the thought was maybe there are some other folks out there like me who, who like that sort of thing and, and figured we'd open it up uh, to anybody who, who, uh, you know, wanted to support us and, and was interested in, in uh, that type of information. Yeah, that's actually funny. Cause that's actually kind of the answer I was looking for just but based <laughs> off of my, my quick look at it, there is so much information here that is going to be very very difficult for you to not find something useful if you if you jump in and 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 support them as well because like you said you know there's tons of breakdowns of individual players you know if you're if you're someone who like like me who is you know looking at and kind of reporting on teams getting that context from a very granular individual player basis of all the different players that are out there for the opponents that are coming up for the Jayhawks it's it's super helpful for that kind of thing there's a lot of information here here. If you are a better, you know, someone who's interested in that and looking at point spreads, there's a lot of information there. Um, and then, of course, if you're just someone like me who loves love video games as well and want to see how each of these individual players rate out, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff here that really, really helps with whatever it is that you're interested in. So, well, Nicholas, thank you so much for joining us today. Is there any final thoughts about what you're doing or, you know, what you've noticed for the football season coming up or anything like that that you want to leave people with before we get out of here? Uh, well, on a Kansas note, and this I'm sure is not a surprise to uh, your listeners. I mean, I, I'm a fan of Lance Leopold. I, I feel like it was a, a a great hire, about as good as as uh, Kansas could hope for. And and you know, as a, a coach who has won everywhere he's been, I keep track of you know transfers in and out to, as best I possibly can, and I uh, feel like. You know, he and his staff have done a really good job of not necessarily, you know, bringing in the flashiest player, but bringing in players who I think are going to build the depth uh, of the roster and, and just overall make, um, you know, Kansas a, a more competitive program week in and week out. And, and I certainly think that uh, even though, you know, admittedly, we do have Kansas rated uh, relatively low compared to, to, you know, most power five programs. Um, I, I think there's a lot of room for growth and I think we'll see some improvement this year. So um, I've been excited to see what the new coaching staff has done to, to uh, rebuild this roster and, and build a foundation. And I think we will see uh, a more competitive team on the field this year. And, and so far our early projections uh, indicate that as well. 
Yeah, and it's one of those things like you, you guys obviously aren't alone in ranking Kansas low. You know, when when you look at everything that goes in, like their recruiting rankings haven't been great. You know, they have obviously had some trouble the last few years. So like it's not a surprise for anybody, but there is enough information here that, you know, you can you can go and find things that if you want to be super optimistic about what's happening at Kansas for this year, there are definitely plenty of um, opportunities to go find that information that you would want in what you guys have. So, all right, Nicholas, thank you so much for joining me today. Where can everybody find your stuff online if they want to jump in? Uh, so we are on Twitter, not not super active on Twitter, uh, but at CFB Winning Edge. Um, but, you know, if you go there, you, you certainly would find the link to uh, some of the work we do. We do, you know, uh, show some examples from time to time and, and do like to chat with folks who are interested in the work with, that we're doing. Uh, but you can also look at uh, patreon.com slash CFB Winning Edge. Uh, read a little bit about the uh, different tiers that we've got and, and what we offer uh, to folks who are willing to support us at each level. And, and if you've got any questions, uh, pretty easy to, to get hold of. Uh, Twitter is probably the easiest, uh, but also, you know, willing to, to chat. Uh, anybody want to send an email cfbwinningedge at gmail.com uh, always happy to answer questions about the work we're doing and and uh you know certainly like connecting with folks who who share an interest yeah for sure all right well that is going to do it for us today we will of course have a link to everything that you're doing over in the show notes um so so definitely check it out guys if, if you are interested um, but thank you so much for joining me and thank you guys so much for listening. If you have not already, please do go out wherever you get your podcast, first Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, any of the other million apps that are out there. Just search for Rock Chalk Podcast so you can subscribe, get every episode as soon as it comes out. If you can give us a rating and a review, five stars, nice comments would be absolutely fantastic. But if for whatever reason you can't do that, um, just let us know what it is we can be doing better. We really do bring the podcast to you guys to get you information and interesting topics in as, as entertaining a way as possible. So if you have any comments, questions, suggestions, people you want to try to interview, if there's anything else out here like this that you want us to take a look at, definitely let us know. You can contact me by going uh, by, by emailing me at rockchalkpodcast at gmail.com or going on Twitter at rockchalkpod. We are part of the Anchor platform, so you can leave us a voicemail, get your voice on the show. Go to anchor.fm slash rock-talk-podcast slash message, and I promise we'll get you on there. We are part of the 1012 Podcast Network covering all the teams in the Big 12 Conference. Uh, head on over on Twitter at TEN12Network to get links to all the great shows we have covering all the teams in the conference. But uh, that is going to do it for us today. Make sure you guys visit our sponsor here, Homefield Apparel. Um, but we will catch you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time on the rock chalk podcast current and former athletes members of the athletic department and of course the best fans in the country all make up a very special group we like to call the cyclone family join me jamie steyer johnson as i bring you closer to the people that make iowa state unique each week on the cyclone family podcast some names you may know, while others may be new to you, but one thing's for sure. This is one family reunion you won't want to miss. Each week on the Cyclone Family Podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.